Hey, you guys, how you doing? We are back and I'm very excited to be back. This is the day y'all have been waiting for. Come on. Um, as we announced that Z would be with us, Zonti, and he is today. Yeah. We're going to get to share his music, which is so lyrically powerful. We have, we had already shared it on the 23 radio stations, um, some right. of his music. And of course, for podcasts, then we had to do it differently and get that permission. But now he's here. So, um, you know, it's forced us to do some good things. Yeah. Um, where, you know, radio, we weren't getting in touch with the actual artist and podcast has forced us to get in touch with the artist, but it's actually been better yeah. because, yes. you know, we've had a lot of interviews with them and stuff and um, you get to know their story and everybody has one and it's so life-changing. God is building a team of like-minded people and like vision. It is so cool. I'm going to do some shout outs because you know I got long lists of them and I'll never get to them. I'm so behind. Um, Curtis Lee Duncan and LeBlanc, Amanda Sullivan, um, who drew us, by the way, that was really cute drawing. Um, Gary Simpson, Seven and Win Unit, Alan Escobedo, Erendida Reyes, who is the wife, also incarcerated. Hello to you. Anthony Diaz, D. Ray Permenter, uh, Richard Wise in Cuba, Edward Morales, Christian Buford, Peanut in Florence, Arizona. Okay. Another Peanut, you guys. (laughs) All right. Adrian Torres, Cincinnati, Arian Henderson, Eric Morrison in Beeville, Torres and Win Unit. Um, let's see, Gaston, Derek Asher, James Beardsley, Mike Guyol, Jonathan from Lenaw Unit. And I just said Jonathan because I can't say your last name. Bruce Robertson, hey. David Freeman, Geneva, um, Geneva Davis, Hanetta Chavez, Priscilla Gonzalez, Susie Dixon, John Torres from Wallace Unit, Frank Cullen, Kadar Lyons, Derek Keene, Brian Huckabee, Julio Hernandez, Dr. J in Monroe, Washington, Geneva Kinley, Perryville in Complex, um, in Perryville Complex, Arizona, um, Alex Morales in California, Joel Fontanez, Chaplain Rawi in LeBlanc Unit. And like I say, if they're shouting out the chaplain, yes. it's because yeah. he's a good yeah, one. That's right. That's great. So, um, Thank you, Chaplain Rowey, um, William Wilson, Brian Carruthers, Miguel Gomez and Clements Unit, Ronnie Morgan, El Cubanito de Houston, James Hargrove, Roberto Romero, Dondro Thomas in Muskegon City oh, County Jail, Octavia Sullen, Edward Dean, Jay Ledbetter, Cody Williams, William Pennebaker in Punta Gorda, Florida. Wow. Um, faith-based program in Charlotte Correctional in Florida, um, Sonny Abrev. Uh, let's see, Ruben Camacho, Randall Harmon in Georgia, Shay Pravlik, um, who goes by Narkin, um, Clinton Curtis, D.E. Franklin, Sean Lawrence and Boyd, Albert de la Garza in Stringfellow, Carlos Figueroa in, uh, let's see, Maine, Wakula, CI, Maine Unit in Florida, um, Josian Dami in Carolina, um, Alcantara, Escobar, Big Bang, K1 in Birch, Bobby and Wynn, Tommy, Timothy Davis and Allred. Awesome. Timothy Davis, hey, you got Timothy. to meet him. Yeah, um, Michael Etchison, uh, West Cummins Unit in Grady, Arkansas. The PAL program, Torres Cano, Banda, Torres Garcia, Ortega, Trigger, Coco, uh, Shadow, uh, D. Huero, and Romero, okay. Jeremy Reiner, <laughs> David Lafray. Uh, Richard Hawkin, Nicholas Desparios, Daniel Dillard, drummer boy over there in Beeville, ADSEG. Um, let's see, Sean. Oh, he ministers in ADSEG. Thank you so awesome. much for that. Sean Sinclair, 
Michael Liston in Dorm 12 in Pollage, Gary Quinn, Terrence Britton, Kevin Green, Kyle Hayden in Indiana, David Zamora, Samuel Grodloss in Colorado, and Charlotte Pruitt. Now, so, did you say James Hargrove? James Hargrove. Yeah, I, I did time with him. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. James. What's up, James? All right. Um, let me let me read this because um wow, it's so important. Dear Real Vida TV, I'm Anthony Reese. I'm in Florida at Cross City Correctional and wanted each of you to know that I stood with you guys and thousands of others all over the United States during the day of fasting and praying. There are others here as well who followed suit. And like each of you, we're seeing the hand of God move and we're expecting great things to transpire in the days to come in our lives, situations, and circumstances. This truly reminds me of the day of Pentecost. Yeah. When the word of God said, when they all right. came together in one accord, which is what we did, and suddenly... Yeah. There came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole podcast room where they were yeah. sitting. <laughs> yeah. <Come laughs> and on. the whole cell block where each man and women of God was sitting and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. They were empowered to go out and make disciples yes. and they were all strengthened to continue trusting in the Lord that he what he has mm. promised he will perform. And I thought that was really awesome. cool yeah. um, because it's true and that's what's happened and that's what we're going to do. Yeah, so I just want to share something real quick along those lines. He's talking about Acts chapter 2 and the day of Pentecost and the Holy Spirit coming down. And I love what he said is they were empowered to share the gospel. And that word there uh, it actually is dunamis in the Greek, and mm. it means like dynamite, miraculous power. Yes divine intervention power because they yeah. can't do it on their own. Yes. They had to have the power of God. And so this is so cool. When we set the day of evangelism for June 1st, we didn't actually even know at the time that the day of Pentecost this year in 2023 is May 28th, which Come is just on. a couple of days ago. Uh, so of course, I've been wanting to share about the day of Pentecost real quick. I got to say this Pentecost. It comes from the Greek in the Hebrew. They called it the feast of harvest or the feast of weeks. Cause there were two harvests every year. The first harvest was the barley harvest. Barley represented the poor. Come on. It was the grain of the poor. And mm. so the barley came first, the harvest of the barley. So it was the Galileans. It was the despised, the mm. rejected. Jesus's disciples in the upper room, they right. were the barley harvest. They came first. But five weeks after Easter on the 50th day, Man. they went to the wheat harvest, which was everybody else. It wow. was the upper class, the middle Man. class, everybody. So God used the despised and rejected things. And remember in this that world. word poor. Come on. That means indigent. It yeah. means the broken. It means the hurting. It means yes. um, those that are lame, those that are blind. Come on. Right. That's what we all been. And, and that's who we're that's talking right. to. Mm. You guys, you know, it, yes. the barley harvest. He's saying, I'm coming to you first. Yeah. Right. The first shall be the last and the shall last be shall last. be first. Come and on. that's exactly what's happening. Even fitting to the day of prayer for yes. prisoner prayer. It was the day before for the national um, prayer. And God is reaching out and saying, listen, you belong to me. Yes. How awesome. Come so on. beautiful. Amen. All right. So uh, you have another letter you're going to share? No, I think let's go in. Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's it. meet our, our special guest, man. We're so excited to have with us today, live, in person, Come in on. the studio, not on Zoom, just sitting <laughs> right here. Uh, Zonti, uh, he goes by Z a lot too, and he's 24 years old, which is crazy to me yeah. that he has yeah. accomplished so much right. in so little time. But he got started early because he was uh, he was 10 years old when he started writing That's songs. Crazy. 
So we've been doing wow. this for a long time now. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> 14 when he started to produce. And, and, um, and so then he gets nominated for a Dove Award for Christian Hip Hop Album amazing, of the Year man. in 2021. Wow. And you had to have been how old at the time? I was 22. 22 wow. years old. It's so awesome. Well, hey, Z, it's great to have I'm you with us today. I'm honored to be here. I'm yes. honored to be here. There's no accidents in the kingdom. We were yes. meant to have this conversation today. Come on, absolutely. absolutely. It's going to be a yes. blessing. Absolutely. Yes. Well, we always like to ask you just a little bit about your childhood, mm-hmm. how you grew up, um, and what what you knew about God, those kinds of things. Just Yeah. Um, I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up around church. I mean, my grandfather was a pastor. My parents were pastors. There was a legacy attached to my name. And um, I know a lot of people can relate to the idea that, you know, families have expectations. People have expectations of you. Um, But life happens. And the kind of, the way that I grew up is, you know, I was born out in Colorado. And then when I was real little, we moved into my grandparents' basement out in Michigan. Um, And then I grew up in Tampa, Florida. So shout out 813. That's where I lived right. most of my life. Um, and during that time frame, right, um, my parents were an incredible example of what it meant to give everything mm. for God. I oh, saw them sacrifice so much. And where I started to lose my faith for a minute was seeing them give everything mm. and not be rewarded in the way I thought they should be rewarded. I saw them sacrifice. I saw them serve. And I saw the behind the scenes of ministry, Mm -hmm. the religious stuff, the churches where maybe they're supposed to be one thing and they weren't. And um, I also, you know, was left out and counted out and and didn't have a place to belong because, you know, if you stand for Jesus and you say, I represent this, there's there's a lack of... uh, you know, acceptance that you get a lot from your peers, especially if, you know, they're into stuff that's like, they they don't want something that contradicts what they're doing. Um, And so kind of when I was going through high school and, uh, you know, like, like you said, I started music when I was 10 and and started producing when I was 14. And we'll go into that later, how God took the journey of the music. But I had this season where I was so focused on being accepted and being a part of something. Cause I I was tired of seeing my family struggle. I was tired of seeing them suffer. And I was kind of thinking to myself, like they're giving everything for God and this is what it looks like. So why would I do that? Mm. And, um, so I started just basically like kind of my, my, you know, my, uh, process was just like, I didn't really have, I didn't really have any reason to stand up for something. So whatever was, you know, going to get me accepted. Mm -hmm. Um, I picked kind of, I was tired of being, you know, the underdog and like left out. So I tried to find whoever was going to get me the most respect and with them. And I understood how to, you know, belong to those groups and be around those people. And and I didn't have a moral code. And my mom, who was very passionate and very intense and on fire for God and wanted the best for me, um, she found out how I was living right before my senior year of high school. And she's usually very intense, very passionate, but she got quiet and serious and it scared me because it just was like kind of this acceptance. So she looked me in the eyes and she said, in 10 years, you won't know these people and they won't be responsible for what happens to you. Right. Mm. You'll lean back on Jesus when you need him, but they don't have that answer. You know better and you're watching them drown. You're Mm. standing on a raft and everybody else is sinking and you're putting your foot in the water just so that you feel like less of an outsider. Yeah. So your your insecurity and your fear is selfish 
And whether it's comfortable or not, she challenged me. Are you going to have the courage to stand up for what you know to be true? Amen. Because these people aren't going to be around to help you when you face the consequences of your decisions. Mm. They don't care that much. They got their own stuff going on. And time and time again, we see people we care about who get sacrificed to the system or get sacrificed to their own desires. And we don't, you know, nobody's around to save them. So Mm. why are you going to walk down a path when Mm. you know there's an answer? And then also, why are you going to hold an answer and not give it? That's why I started making music for God. Mm. And and I made a promise to the Lord. I said, you know what? From now on, it's all for you. And I'm going to spend a year, every single hour that I have free, every minute I have free, I'm going to just put it into this music. And if it's supposed to work, I pray that it would work. I was working from 9 a.m. till 11 p.m. every day going downtown Tampa. We just shot a video out there because of the story. Working, you know, delivering groceries, doing ride share, doing whatever I can. I I tell my homies all the time, look, clean money is harder, but it's worth it. (laughs) As as soon as you can get to the clean money, like it's so much more strenuous and time consuming. But then I'll get home and I'll get in my room and I would watch YouTube. How do I make beats? I was writing as many songs as I can. I'd be down the aisles, you know, grabbing grocery deliveries. (laughs) Like, man, I wish I wasn't doing this. And I'd be trying to think of songs. And and then then year one, put out God Taught Me. Wow. It was my first song. And then God has just wow. allowed me to step in that process ever since. Amen. Wow. And it's it's in that struggle. Um, you know, uh, one of our guys, uh, Carl, that's on our team, he has a sermon on turning into a butterfly, you know. Yeah. And um, when you're in that cocoon, it, you know, when that <laughs> butterfly is trying to flap its wings and come out, which are so delicate and so beautiful. Um, but if you cut the cocoon, mm. that butterfly will never fly. Yeah. Because it's in the struggle that its wings are developed. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, God allows us to go through some things. And um, if it weren't for those experiences, of course, you know, you, you're you saying some stories about me in my, yes. myself. I'm a pastor's kid too. And seeing what my father went through, I said, I never will pastor ever. And then we pastored. <laughs> and, um, and my kids too, um, you know, too, I specifically, especially have one kid that was really affected by what he saw we went through and what he thought we deserved or the honor. And um, there were those that did honor us. And then there were those that, you know, how church is, um, you know, had a a complaint about some little thing. You didn't shake their hand that day because you were in a hurry to get to the word or whatever it was. Um, so, you know, it really affected him, but it's in the struggle that, um, we have, we have been developed. So I know that you've struggled because Mm. there's too much butterfly going on. Yeah. Come on. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about it. And I, I've learned to thank God more for my hard times than for the good times because it's what's formed me yeah. and made me. If there's know. one thing that um, my prayer, every time I step on a stage, every time I step on a microphone, my prayer, if, if there's one thing you remember from this conversation, it's this. You have stories only you can tell Come and on. gifts only you can give. Yes. And your survival is proof to someone else that they can make Amen. it. Yeah. So without you doing another thing, the fact that you're still here and you've walked through what you've walked through is mm. evidence of God. Amen. And it's proof to someone else that they can make it. Your stories are your training as a specialist. It's yes. boot camp in mm. order to look somebody in the eyes or hear somebody's voice and say, I understand. Yeah. yeah. To continue yeah. to wake up every morning. That alone is proof of God. That alone is enough. Amen. Sometimes yeah. we can't do any more than that than just wake up and do the next right thing. Yeah. But that story equips you. Everything that you made it through. You think that God would have given up by now? No, he loves mm. you. He chose you. You matter. And you're valuable, so you're still here. That yeah. means God is not done. Amen. I think you kind of touched on it a little bit with that that one conversation that you had with your mom and of all the mm-hmm. things that she's done for you in your life and cooking for you and cleaning for you. But there's that one moment 
that was like a dividing line really in your life. And one of the things that we always like to ask our guests is, you know, in the Old Testament, like Isaac would refer to his father, Abraham, and, and he'd talk about the God of Abraham because it wasn't real to, God wasn't real to him yet. It was mm-hmm. only later when he had that face-to-face moment with God and God revealed himself to him that he also became the God of Isaac, same way with Jacob. And so when was it for you that he became the God, not just of your parents, not just of your grandparents, right. he became the God mm-hmm. of thee? Yeah, I had... um. I had two moments that really stand out when you say that. The first one is that conversation with my mama. Uh, there's a Bible verse, choose this day whom you will serve. Yes. And that's what that felt like. Come on. But at that time, that was the faith to just get started. I didn't have things figured out. I didn't have the plan. Um, and I, like I said, your stories are kind of your training to help somebody. So I think at that time, I mean, I have, you know, I've, I've walked through, you know, we struggled a lot. Um, I've walked through loss. I've walked through pain. But there was another season where I feel like it was like almost uh, a reawakening. Mm. The verse for that season that always comes to mind is when Jesus said, unless a seed falls to the ground and dies, it can't produce a harvest. Right. Mm. And it's that picture that a seed literally has to break apart. It has to die for the plant to come out. And um, through... I started my career, you know, 2017, um, right out of high school and just like doing my best to be diligent, being aware of like, okay, you know, what do I need to look like? What do I need to sound like to Mm. make my mission statement was make music people want with a message that they need. Mm. Yeah. That's my responsibility. I just got to make the dopest songs I can and be clear about who I follow. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's a formula. What happened is I ended up signing a record deal and for about two years, I was taken off the road. I wasn't allowed to tour anymore because of artist development. Um, and I wasn't able to release any music. Mm. And like I said, I've walked through pain and I've walked through loss and I've walked through struggle, but there's something about being removed from a calling and having no finish oh, line yeah. that it it's the most depressed I've ever mm. been. Yes. And I started to be, um, and then of course, like, you know, with, with COVID and with the lockdown, all this mm. stuff happened where like I was alone with my thoughts so yeah. often mm. and started to drive me crazy. Things didn't feel real for a while. I was struggling with, you know, even wanting to be alive. That's why I talked about waking up every morning, having an importance. I say in the intro of my album, I used to want to die until I found out who did it for me. Come on. And I was in that headspace because I had no finish line. I had no purpose. So I, I knew I had some stories. I'd been through some things. and I knew I had some gifts. You know, there's things that I could do well, but I had no purpose. And when I decided, you know what, like God decided for me. I I remember Mm. clearly there was one night where I was just so tired. I hadn't been able to sleep. I hadn't really been able to eat. Like I was just out of it. I was disassociating. I was just like, you know, feeling that temptation calling again for escapism. And it's just like, all right, what are we going to do, God? And I remember staying up all night until the sunrise, and I just kept reading the Bible. Like, I just started in Genesis, and I just kept reading and kept reading and kept reading. And then there was just this moment where, you know, you see the story of Moses when he walks off the mountain. And he sees the nation of Israel worshiping false gods, worshiping an idol. And this is after God has done so much for them, right? And God had done so much for me. There's so many, I, I, I know people who ended up dead or in jail. I know people who I easily could have been in the wrong situations and God protected me, right? 
I know that he had delivered me out of Egypt. I know that he had brought me to this place. But I was, I was worshiping the idol of my own identity. I was so worried about who am I? Who am I? Yeah. I have nothing to live for now. All of my reasons to keep going are gone. Who am I? Yeah. And I see Moses walk off the mountain and he sees Israel worshiping this false God that's never done anything for them. Let me tell you something. Right. I've never done anything for myself. And I've never said this before and I feel the Holy Spirit right now. This is a word for the now. I was worshiping the idol of myself and I was accrediting that idol with getting me out Mm. of the bondage. I was looking at everything that I'd been delivered from, which was God. And just like the Israelites, I was saying, this idol is what did it. Me. And I was looking at myself and I heard the spirit of the Lord say, as I read that scripture, Moses comes off the mountain from God's presence and says, let those who follow God rally to me. Yeah. And I heard the spirit of the Lord say that to me upstairs in my house at 5 a.m. Do you follow me? It's time to rally. Mm. There are more of us Come on. than there are of them. Mm. Walk off this mountain. You're seeking me, so you'll find me. You draw near to God, God draws near to you. Walk off this mountain in 2021 and make it a declaration. We follow Jesus and the world will know the God we follow. I put we follow Jesus on my chest. I got it tatted on my arm because I represent the movement that yeah. if God can use me, he can use you too. I stepped off the mountain and mm. I made that statement. And in, in a week, I kid you not, the label, the management, the business management, mm. all of these contracts that I was bound in fall off. Come on. Gone. Mm. I got a call from each of them in the same week. Those are contracts I couldn't walk away from. And they all call me and say, you know, we feel like it's time oh to part God. ways. Same week. Yeah. Back to back to back. Amen. And I say, okay, God, you're moving. Mm. And yes. I put, we follow Jesus yeah. on a shirt and I started going around the country wow. and just saying, look, I know there's more than just me who's ready for something yes. real, who Come wants on. to belong to something, who needs yeah. a movement because I'm so sick and tired of the day to day. Mm. I need something to belong yeah. to. I got no finish line in sight. And as soon as we started saying that movement, as soon as we started walking with a mission, mm. people rallied. Come yeah. on. And that led to the drop of Back from the Dead. Yeah. And yes. that's the movement that we're yes. in now. Oh, it's crazy. It's like you wrote those songs for me. I was like, those are those, <laughs> that's when I found it. When that's when I found it. Yeah. I found Back from the Dead and I was just getting back from the dead. Mm-hmm. And, I, right. and I didn't, you know, I didn't realize, of course, my whole situation, there's so much to it. But, um, you know, after all these years of ministry, I've been in ministry for 30 years and um, I got hit so hard <laughs> the year before this. Yeah. Mm. I lived that. I'm sorry. Um, I lived that. And um, hearing that, it's like, how did this guy know my life? He, it's like he, he wrote it for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many of us. Yeah. And it was it was right before the breakthrough. It was right before yes. what God was going to do. It was right before the millions that were about to be saved and the, the hundreds of thousands. Like, I got hit harder, I think, than I ever have in my life. And mm-hmm. I was there. I was there and struggling from February to October of last year, just struggling, struggling to live, struggling to breathe, struggling. And um, one day I thought, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to the word. It was, it was around then around October on, you know, just on, on, on tape on the, turn my phone on and, um, and right there where it was, when was talking about um, when the King of Aram, right, had sent word um, to Israel and said, um, you know, we're, we're coming to take, 
all your stuff. Like, yeah. we're going to take yeah. everything from the temple, everything valuable. And the king was like, okay, you know, come take it. And um, and then he wasn't satisfied. He said, well, we're coming and we're also going to take what your right eye or yeah. uh, every man, yeah, yeah. Um, you know. And, and then we're also going to take anything and everything valuable to you. And, and, you know, and God said to me, you've settled yourself for some of his takings for a couple of your children going, well, there's just nothing I can do. I, I have tried everything. They're adults now. I can't do anything. It's killing me inside, but I can't do anything. So, okay. And God said, you've been settling for this, you know, and he's been taking more and more ground and more from you more, um, until he hit my prisoners, right? Yeah. Um, he, he sent one person to start slandering and, and, and lying about it. And now, now it was, I'm going to take your ministry. I'm going to take everything valuable. Oh, no, you ain't. I was yeah. like, but sometimes I got to get pushed into the fight, you know? Yeah. Oh no, you're not going to take it. So that, then he meets with um, his leadership and he says, what do you think about what he said? They said, don't give any more ground. Yeah. And that's when I got back from the dead. And that's when I found your song. Like God just like popped it up on my Spotify. And I was like, hmm, what's that? Cause that's what I'm doing. And back from the dead. And I was like, no way. This guy is yeah. crazy on fire. And um, you were singing my song mm-hmm. and um, who knew that right around the corner, it was going to explode into thousands, hundreds of thousands and millions of people hearing the word. And that's why the devil was trying to kill me. The best yeah. players get the most defense. Oh, He's trying right. to shut it down before it could get started. Right. Man. So, like you're you're on the the little trailer we showed you should have killed me when you had a chance yeah. Yeah. you should have killed me when you had yeah. a chance and Come now on. that you didn't you ain't you got no chance no more and all those things that i had laid down <laughs> i have now the faith for again and picked up you know my real identity again of like yeah. no you're not taking this from me and and i have seen god do so many great things and there's nothing impossible for him so we're going to change the world exactly yeah yeah, so I was thinking about when you were talking just now, uh, I was telling the guys at All Red Unit where we were in Wichita Falls, Texas this past weekend, God is the only thing on this world that you can have as much of him as Come you on. want. Mm-hmm. There's no mm-hmm. limits in God. Yes. Uh, and if you want more God, if you need more joy, yes. need more peace, need more self-worth and understand who he created you to be purpose, you just go get more God. There's yeah. no limits. Come on. And. I know that that's your life because just I can hear it in your lyrics, but just tell me about, about that. What, when you made that decision, I can have as much of God as I want, so I'm going to go get it. I feel like it's funny that you say that because something that I keep telling my team this whole year is just like, there's no limits. Yeah. Like Jesus said, go do greater things than me. Yes. Why, yeah. don't, why don't we take him up on it? Yes. Yeah, come on. And there has to be a revolution before he returns. Mm-hmm. Yes. There has mm-hmm. to be revival. Everyone will hear the name yes. above all names. Yes. yes. And every other thing has to bow. So why not us? Right. Come on. You know, I, I tell people all the time, every every stage, I, I try to like make it clear. Like, I'm up here because I chose to say yes to God. I have skill. I have ability. I do my best to work hard. But that is all interchangeable. Mm. God could use anybody who's willing. If he can use me, he can use you too. And my prayer is that I would be a wake-up call to every single person to look at their life and say, what's my stage? Mm. You know, what, what is my stage? Mm. Is it an interaction with this person? Is it being faithful when no one's looking? Is it what I'm going to speak? Is it what I'm going to pray? What has God prepared for me where I need to be faithful? I just, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like that's the season that I'm walking in where it's like, Everyone has to hear and anybody could be used. Yes. So how can we start that fire and let it like yeah. keep going and keep building? 
Mm. And I, that's why I'm inspired by what you guys are doing. Because I, I see you doing it as well. And um, my pops told me about what y'all had going. It's like, well, I want to be a part of that. Because that's <laughs> that's what we are called to do. Yeah. We're the early church, you know, part two. Like, that's what this generation yeah. is. We're back. Yeah, come on. And um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just am trying to continue to be led by the Spirit in each of these areas. Because I know God's going to open the right doors at the right time. And we're meant to walk through them. The defense is getting heavy, though. Like you, like you were saying, like even in this moment, you know, there were so many things that tried to prevent us from being here at this table. There's so many things mm-hmm. that, I mean, even like last night, I wasn't able to sleep, and I was praying, walking around the room, like just mm-hmm. because of how important this is and how much it matters. And the enemy hates every one of us. He's going after every single individual. So it's time for us to stand. And conversations like this. My prayer is that it inspires somebody else to take that step. Amen. Tell us about the song when you wrote it, Back from the Dead, yeah. how that came together. Well, if you listen to the verse, the very first phrase is, if you follow God, rally to me, time to Come represent on. for the planet to see. Mm. Come on. And it's like, <laughs> can't go halfway and won't fall asleep. Mm. We walk into hell and leave with the keys. Yeah. And, man. And each of these parts, man, those are, yeah, that's oh. spirit inspired because I'm listening to it. I've never like talked it. I just yeah. usually rap it on stage. Yeah. We walk into hell and leave with the keys, sacrificing mm. every single breath that yeah. I breathe. Yeah. It's like, I got to this point and we'll talk about it when we talk about the album, but I got to this point where it was just like, like you said, the more thing, because it kind of answers both questions. Like yeah. my, my phrase became, how much more can I give? Because what I kept seeing is there are no limits. Yes. Everything is possible. Good. You just like, it. it's almost like I got the cheat code for life. Mm. <laughs> and God's word says it over and over. I just, I didn't pay attention at first, but I see it now. I can, if I give more, then he allows me to experience more of him. Come yes. on. Walk in more of that. Yes. And, and watch him do things that are way outside of whatever I could accomplish alone. Yes. Yeah. So I get to choose the matrix. Do I want to be comfortable? Do I want to do what mm-hmm. I know? Mm. Right. Or do I want to wake up and live on purpose? And do I want to choose, like, it became kind of a game for me when I was writing back from the dead. It was like, those lyrics are describing the season I was in. It's like, I feel like I have purpose again. I feel like I'm alive again. I feel like, you know, I've been waiting to say this stuff for a for minute. A exactly. <laughs> like, there's so much that I've been waiting to walk yeah. into. Man. And the, like, the more I was giving, you know, I, I, at the beginning of that year in 2021, I was still wrestling with like my brand and my own identity and who am I and just like trying to figure out, you know, how am I going to make a difference? How am I going to be seen? Because I felt so unseen for a lot of my life. And it's like, I just, I wanted to make it, you know, I wanted to, I, I wanted to take care of my family. I wanted to, like, I had this desire to just like be something, to stand out, to just get some kind of recognition, but it was out of a place of brokenness. And then what happens is, as I get to this moment where everything becomes, we follow Jesus and the seed falls into the ground and dies. My identity is forfeit. Yeah. I was telling, like, I literally would tell people like, my life is forfeit. It's like walking into the gladiator arena. It's like, it, my life is inconsequential here. It's already done. I gave it up. Everything from here on out to live is Christ, to yes. die is gain. Yes. I could take this fire to the ends of the earth. And the more I would give him, the more I would lay on the line, the more he would show up. Come on. Whether it was something as little as even like, it's funny, he pushes you, you know? Yeah. It's like you could get rid of all the stuff that you see as the big stuff. And then he could be like, well, you know, you're spending this 30 minutes before you go to sleep thinking about this. I want you to pray during that time. Like he'll right. push you as far yes. as you, you know, mm. you could always train harder, get yes. closer. Yes. But Back from the Dead was literally just like the anthem of 
I'm fed up with being normal. I'm fed up with being average. I'm fed up with fitting in everywhere I go. I want to stand out. And I want to stand up. I want to be different so I can make a difference. I want to be so clear who I follow that you've either got to love me or you got to hate me. I either get, you know, persecuted or I, I inspire you to yes. change and be part of a movement because I'm so tired of just this like floating through reality, like just everything's the same over and over. How much more so if you're in an environment that literally is the same over and over? Like, wouldn't Mm. you want to wake up and say, you know what? I need something that's like sparked. I need something that I'm back from the dead. At the foot of the cross, I'm finally free. Like I'm standing up for something now. And what happens is there's an electricity that hits your life where you will get like, uh, I saw something the other day. It's like, don't have balance, actually have contrast. Have deep extremes. Right. Mm. What I mean by that is you should have like, you know, balance is like kind of staying comfortable. You should have like intense joy and intense trial. That's where you get the fullness of life. That's (laughs) what Jesus lived. It's like you should you should want that because otherwise you're living like a you know a black and white version of life. Mm. And it's like you could you could watch this in color. You could experience it fully, but you're you're so focused on you know just the system and the process that you're following every day. Ask yourself, what can I give to God? How can I live in the extremes? Mm. And then you just got to suck it up and be ready for the trials because it gets painful. But then you experience like mountaintops, highs that you've never experienced before that you can't get from anything else. And it's what you've been looking for. Every time you've been searching in another spot, you're looking for the mountaintop. And the only way to get there is to lay everything else down. Absolutely. You know, we we made up our minds, right? Um, When you're waiting for the perfect time and season, like it'll never come. Mm -hmm. And so we got here to this house and moved in not quite a year ago. July 2022. And we said, you know what? Um, we're just gonna, you know, we're praying for release from the job so we can do more. And we still are praying for that. But for right now, we're going to do everything we can. So we're working until one o'clock in the morning, you know, um, he gets (laughs) home from work. He's working until one. He's working that way already. I'm working on those letters and I'm, and I feel like Schindler's list, you know, one more, just one more, God, just one more, one more. I can win one more. soul. I can write one more letter. I can send one more book. I can, you know, and so, um, we're just going to do all we can and spend ourselves because when I go out, I want every moment spent yeah. on God, every moment spent Come doing on. his will and his work. And it, it was when we just got that increase and said, we're laying it down and we're exhausted, but we're going to do it. And we're going to believe God that it just started exploding yeah. more and mm. more and more everywhere mm. because God honors that yes. he employs those who are working. Yeah. Come on. He you puts know? you in the game and he's waiting for you Come to play. On. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what God is saying in this moment. It's like, Amen. Yeah. what if he placed you exactly where you are? Because there's a mission. Yes. There's no accidents. Yeah. I didn't say it was fair. It's not easy. It's been hell to walk through. It's been painful. Right. Mm. But it's a mission. Amen. Your whole life up to this moment was the training Mm -hmm. because you had to have experience. You had to have pain and loss. You had Mm. to have victory. You had to have perspective so that you could know what people are walking through. Yes. All of that was the boot camp. All of that was the day in, day out training till this moment. Now is the flip. This is a checkpoint. Now it's time to start the mission. Amen. God has placed you in this level of your life. He's placed you in this season. Don't spend more time than you have to until the next mission. I wonder if during that two years where God had me on the sidelines, if I had surrendered sooner, I would have spent less time yeah. in the desert. Mm. Right. There's that element. It's like he's, he had the mission set up for me. Amen. Yeah. And he, since then, since 2021, in stride, mission after mission after mission after mission. Yeah. 
Mm. Just got back from Africa, 26,000 people hearing the yeah, gospel, yeah. hearing this music. Amen. But it's like those missions are prepared for us. Yes. Even in places where we cannot imagine them and we cannot understand where they're coming from. Right. It's going to happen suddenly. Yeah. My dad always said that. Suddenly is how God suddenly. acts. He does not yes. need you to have a realistic plan. Yeah. Right. So what if this has all been training for the mission? And now it's time to start the mission. You're exactly where you are at exactly this time in history, exactly around Mm. the situation of people that you need to be around. And if God separates you and you're alone, you're exactly in that season because he is calling to you and saying, I want to be your everything. I want to be your source. So you're set up exactly how you need to be. Don't waste that time. He puts you in the game and he's waiting for you to make the plays. Yeah. Don't miss that moment. Amen. And everything that I'm hearing you guys say, everything that God is leading in this conversation is leading towards that, that challenge of like, what is God specifically designed for you in this season? And if you're aware and you start looking around, you know, like I said, the matrix earlier, like if you start looking around and say, wait a minute, it almost looks like this and this and this are set up so that I can take action and then just do it. You got no limits. You can always get closer to God. You can see him move in a mighty way. It's just about what are you willing to sacrifice? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to, you know, round up and probably head out so we can uh, put the music on the rest of this video, but it's not all going to fit. So we're going to put music on another video, of course. (laughs) And what I love, um, you know, about Zanti, um, just the power of the lyrics. Yeah. Of course, it was the pain that produced it Mm -hmm. and the experience, you know, but the passion in which he delivers the anointing that is with it. It is just amazing. Um, it's the voice of the season. I really believe mm-hmm. that. Yes. And um, because he has the heart of God and he loves God's people and he's passionate about God. You know, you get a good hold of God, man. And you're like a wire, you know, that that conductor that's um, mm, delivering on. and that is absolutely yeah. what he is. I love the sound of his voice too. Um, I am a vessel. Um, absolutely. I love, you got kind of a rock sound too, to your voice. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you could do rock. You could just switch over to rock and do some rock even. Um, um, I love that. Um, there's just so much great things and you're going to see it. You're going to hear it. Um, and in closing, is there anything that you want to say to these guys, um, you know, before we leave in girls that are listening all over the United States? You matter. Amen. Mm. So much. Yes. My prayer is that this is a reminder, you know, yes. over and over, just you matter to the heart of God. Amen. And I know it's been painful and I know it's hurt, but every single step has been for a reason. Yes. And you have no idea how much he can use you. Amen. You have no idea what he's waiting to. Yes. And and he wants to have that closeness with you. He will be your everything. You just have to, you got to start asking the question, what, what needs to die? Yeah. What do I have to let go of? Everybody, that's what's beautiful yes. about it is everybody's answer will be different. Yeah. yeah. That's how much he loves you. Is it specific to you? You know what it means to be part of a cause. You know what it means to be part of some kind of a movement and have standards that come with that movement. And if you break those standards, you miss out not only on the place to belong, but there are consequences. A lot of times we have hate held up in our heart against God, but we are so accepting of all these other standards that the world has around us. We're accepting of, well, if I you know, commit to this and then I break that commitment, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. We're accepting of this is a life I chose and these are the consequences. Come on. God offers you a gift of life and that abundantly. Yeah. So much more than you can have on your own. Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. And Jesus mm. is who he says he is. And, and you have 
complete assurance of where you're going when this is over and that you're not alone while you're here. But I I just, I want to just reiterate that with intensity. It's like, you matter so much to him and your only question, the lens that you live life through should be, what else can I give him? You've given so much to everybody else. You've given so much to the world around you. You've given so much to a lot of places and people that didn't care about you. Right. There is one who does. Yeah. Come on. Give him that chance. Give him everything. Sacrifice it all and watch how much he shows up in your life. I dare you. I challenge you. Test him in this. When you give him your all, watch him show up. Watch him fight on your behalf. Watch him work miracles in your situation. Heal you and deliver you. Your mental health issues, the depression, the disassociation, the anxiety, the vast expanse of your future, not having a plan, wondering why you matter, wondering what your meaning is, all of that. Those questions get answered when you're in the throne room. So like I said earlier, if you remember one thing, remember that you have stories only you can tell and gifts only you can give. Your survival is proof to someone else that they can make it. Amen. That could be the proof even to yourself. Yeah. The fact that you're still here means that God is not finished with you yet. And I encourage you in this moment, even as you listen, this is something I feel is a responsibility as a follower of Jesus. The Bible is very simple. You don't go to God and clean up beforehand. You go to him to clean up. Yeah. There's a lot of people I knew growing up who would, who would get, you know, into situations and they, they would be on the, you know, if I walk into church, it's going to burn down on top of me or, you know, I missed my chance. That was something I heard a lot. One of my homies, when he called me and he was locked up, he was like, I, well, I, it's too late for me. It is never too late till the day that you leave this dimension and go to the next. Right. Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is who he says he is. And I feel that if it's okay with you all yes, that we pray please. that prayer right now. Yes. Absolutely. Just repeat after me in the quiet of your heart. And you can know where you're going when this is over. And you can know that you're not alone while you're here. Just repeat after me. Jesus, I choose you. I want to follow you. I believe you're the son of God. And I believe you're alive. I know I'm broken. But you can fix me. I know I'm hurting. But you can heal me. I know I'm in bondage. But you can set me free. Free my heart today. Jesus, I will follow you. Please be my savior, be my king, and be my friend. You are Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God's word says in that moment that you've entered the kingdom of heaven, which means you belong to a new family. And with that family comes a standard. So I challenge you. If you follow Jesus, it's up to you to change the world. It's up to you to say, what can I give? It's up to you to wake up and live on purpose, no matter how bleak it looks. You're here for a reason and you have a choice. Do you want to live in your purpose? Or do you want to let everything around you decide who you are? It's time to wake up. I believe in you. I'm proud of you. You got what it takes. God is with you, soldier. Stand up for Jesus. And through us and our lives, the world will know the God we follow.
that you matter and that I'm proud of you and you have a purpose I know you're hurting and you're losing sleep but you are not worth this the world wouldn't be the same without you and to the people who doubt you they really don't know nothing about you yeah and it's not about what they think it's not about what they said and it's not about the voices that are screaming in your head what you were looking for all the times you looked up at that door praying that they'd come back and they never did and there's been so many nights where you just lay in bed and cry while you were trying to find the reason you were supposed to stay alive we're sorry for all they did to you we're sorry for your heart they broke into i'm sorry for the pain that you've been through i'm sorry I'm sorry for all they did to you I'm sorry for your heart they broke into I'm sorry for the pain that you've been through I'm sorry Peace for a while. 
And I was shaking every hand and kept a smile I heard everybody talk behind my back Well, I was out for a minute If you follow back, I'm ready to meet Time to represent for the planet to see Go halfway and won't fall asleep We walk into hell and then leave with the keys Sacrificing every breath that I breathe Ten toes down on my own two feet My brothers and sisters my reason One to a family and I'm from a family of three I feel like a weight on my table gonna eat My bunch like Brady cause Tampa the team was free GQ Now GQ free, we see you too, this Zoo TV Gratitude and ground, also Gary V Trust in perfect time, it was meant to be They counted us out, guess they couldn't count They ain't let us in, but we still got a seat The rest of the game will follow the lead Got it out the mud, looking like some cleans Call me Ben Wallace, I should wear a three We play in arenas like we in the league They always ask why I'm so serious Why is they sounding like heat? They steady smiling at me and it's empty Like they was missing some teeth It's a lot of hypocrisy moving around And in their hearts is jealousy Cause they see you win and they insecure You are what they wish it could be But I don't really pay attention to noise Not your line like I don't even see it Cause God gon' bless work I put in So I'ma keep going and planting the seed You sowing your I'm ready to die on the front lines Death before retreat I seen the struggle you wouldn't believe I lost some close so I.I.P Dreams so heavy that I can't sleep I thank God I found my peace This ain't Miami but I got the heat Rally to me we follow the king Broke my heart when I couldn't try songs I used to pray I could still stay strong I thank the Lord for the people who listen It blows my mind they would stay this long All glory go to God Yeah Cause I'm still here 2022 this is our year I cry for the dream it's top tier Why I stop here just pass go Settled in and let the pass go Pull the crowd no lasso I'm the new school let the class know God spoke tenfold let's go pronto I'm good he's great more food my plate Set goals time frame My world my game he called my name Let's wait, more power, less pain, more life, less change, more grind, more gain, more glory to the name, more glory to the name, all glory to the name, all glory to the name, yeah, 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 I'm back, thank God that I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, yeah, yeah, hey, I've been waiting to say my piece for a while. I've been shaking every hand and kept a smile I heard everybody talk behind my back Well, I was out for a minute, now I'm back